You are now listening to the Solomon Attention Podcast. Miss Susan Erickson, uh, and she's the CEO of the Holistic Institute of Wellness. And so, uh, so excited for you to be here, Miss Susan. Um, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you, Solomon. Thanks so much for having me. I'm uh, really excited to be here and to interact with your audience. Absolutely. And so our, our topic today um, is going to be all about the authentic self. And, uh, and learning about Miss Susan and having discussion with her. Um, I think that, that we're all gonna be able to learn uh, about the importance of our authentic self. Uh, and so I'm excited about engaging in this conversation because I know that we're all growing, we're all elevating and we're all trying to uh, uh, embrace who we are and what our ultimate purpose is. And so uh, Ms. Erickson, just kind of get this started. So tell us a little bit about your background or your personal story, anything that you uh, might wanna share with the audience. Sure, absolutely. So uh, I am a mindset abundance coach. I'm a certified life coach. Uh, my background really has always been in traditional healthcare and leadership positions. I have an undergrad in business. I have a master's in organizational leadership. As yeah. I said, I'm a certified life coach, a certified mindfulness coach. Uh, and I work with people around abundance of mindset because I think everything starts with our mindset. Um, and I, I think it's so important um, how we look at things and how we come across that. Uh, and that's how we get to living authentically. That's how I got to the Holistic Institute of Wellness. Um, all of those things that work together to help us be the best uh, person that we can be and live the most abundant life that we were meant to live. Yeah, yeah. So where are you, where are you from, uh, Ms. Erickson? I'm in Iowa, the middle Iowa. of the U.S. <laughs> the middle of the U.S. Hey, that's dope. You know, and one of the great things I love about this podcast is we get to talk to people from literally all around the world. Uh, and I think that it's a, that's the neat thing that podcast kind of provides us with this opportunity to see how uh, we all connect and we all have common interests. And so uh, we're grateful that we you're our first guest all the way from Iowa. So if we got any Iowa <laughs> listeners, uh, Ms. Erickson, uh, she set the tone. So we want more folks from uh, that side of the country to, to engage in our content. And so, uh, you know, our audience is all about millennials, uh, Ms. Erickson, and all about mm -hmm. improving that experience. And we know that millennials have a certain journey that's different from different generations and we're growing we're learning we're developing we're discovering new things every day and so this whole topic of authentic self I think uh, has really emerged and I know that you're the expert in this space and so uh, why do you think uh, it's important to embrace your authentic self? Well Solomon that is such a great question and I think embracing our authentic self is so important for living our most abundant life right because all of us have a calling that is specifically ours, um, that which we are meant to do, that we do differently, that we do better, that we do more authentically than anybody else. And so for us to find that, for us to be able to uh, travel that journey uh, is really what we're called here to do. And that really is what our, our life journey is all about. So for us to be able to do that is really our calling. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I heard a, I heard a quote um, in this space about authentic self that mm -hmm. talked about how when we don't embrace who we really are, um, and we come up with these false identity or, or in, in psychology, you may hear the term false self, mm -hmm. uh, that the real you suffers um, when you do that. What, what are your thoughts on that statement? 
Hmm. Yeah. Um, so the the false self, of course, um, can as you said in the psychology terms. And I, I'm going to um, deviate just a minute here because the difference between coaching and psychology um, is that coaching really focuses very much on our future yeah. and what is possible, and uh, not denying what we've been through or um, but realizing that we have the power within us to do whatever that is. Uh, so uh, when we look at the false self, um, that's truly not living our authentic life, as you just said, right? It's not getting to our most abundant life and it's not impacting the world in the way that we're meant to do. And if we all were living our authentic selves, if we were all, because we're all different, right? Right. Um, abundance is different for each one of us. Wellness is different for each one of us. We all have a different um, thought process about that. We all have a different idea of what that is and how we live it out. And so for us to, each one of us to do that for ourselves can't help but lift up those around us. So if it's all about the energy around us and we're living our best energy, it can't help but lift up the energy around us. And then therefore the people who are around us. Yeah. And so it, it, it may sound selfish to say, you know, focus on yourself and have your best life. But by doing that, we also help all of those around us to have their best life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you just said was so critical how, you know, you're talking about purpose and, you know, this podcast, we like to focus on that as well. When you talk about how, when we're not living purpose, you know, we're not contributing in the world in the way that we should. And I've always believed that there's an audience that's specifically catered to who we were created to be. And so when we don't embrace our authentic self, um, that audience suffers and that, that audience doesn't get to experience you and what you're created to do. And so uh, I definitely, you know, personally connect to your comments. I know some of our, so many of our listeners are, are stuck in this space and trying to figure it out and trying to figure out purpose and trying to figure out who they are. But we also know that life happens to all of us. Nobody's perfect. Experiences happen to all of us. And it really blocks us uh, from, from getting to our authentic self. And so what, what do you think of some of the uh, challenges that people deal with in your space or with this level of expertise that you have that causes them to not to be able to, or maybe not, maybe not, not uh, they have difficulties figuring out who their authentic self is. Oh, yes. And, and Salma, we all have that, right? And we call those limiting beliefs. And mm. oftentimes they come from maybe sometimes from our childhood or from the people around us or from society in general of the things that we should be or the things that we should do, or even just the things that we always knew growing up. And sometimes it's very subtle. Sometimes it's very overt, but sometimes it can just be subtle little comments or um, pictures, things that we see, uh, all of those things that come across to us about who we are supposed to be or how we're supposed to act. Uh, and that really impacts um, our ability to find our, our true purpose. Uh, but then when we start looking for what is our true purpose, right, and everybody's always searching for that, it really just comes to us if we're really open and listening and receptive to that, it will come to us and we can help with that by there's many, many ways to help with that. One of the things I do is, is meditation um, the, and that which is simply just finding quiet time and it can be five minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour here. It doesn't have to be sitting in a certain position or anything like that. 
yeah. it's just spending time um, with your inner self being quiet and uh, listening for however it is that those things come to you. Maybe it's a feeling, maybe it's um, a vision, maybe um, it's a sound, maybe it's in a song, maybe it's something you read, all of those kind of things. But oftentimes it's those things that you find um, that you find enjoyment in doing, yeah. that maybe you find ease in doing, or that other people tell you you're good at. Um, I'll tell you, with coaching, um, the, how I came into coaching is I kept trying to get other people to do it. I came across this. I was, yeah. I said I was in leadership positions for many years uh, in healthcare, managing clinics, leading others, uh, residency programs, et cetera. And I still do some of that uh, in, in consulting positions. But um, I kept saying to other people, oh, well, this is a great thing. You need to do that. And they kept saying, no, you need to do this. And I finally listened. <laughs> so I'm right, like, right. so listening to those who know you best um, is, is also really some good feedback if we're open to that. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, you talked about the fact that you were in a leadership space and you still kind of are in different ways. Of it. And, um, you know, as a leader myself, and I know a lot of our audience are current leaders. And so, you know, how important is embracing your authentic self in leadership? You know, how, how does that, how does that marriage work, you know, in your experience? And, you know, yeah. why, why is that important? Or is it not important? Oh, I think it's so important. I think it's very hard as a leader, right, to embrace and to stand in your authenticity. I think it's a very brave thing to do, but I think it's a very hard thing to do. Um, because as a leader, as you know, there's a lot of expectations placed on you, right? right. Um, of things that you need to do, people you need to be there for, et cetera. But to be true to your values, so being authentic means really living true to your values, right? Right. And so first of all, you really have to identify those. What are my values? Um, what are the, What's that line in the sand that right. um, it, either I won't cross or I, I can't go to or whatever, <laughs> what is that? And then how do I live that out? When right. I get in those difficult situations, how do I stay true to that? Right, and right. Oftentimes we think, you know, our values are our values. We're born with them. But um, I don't believe that to be true. I think our values shift somewhat over time as well. You know, I know when I was in my 20s, uh, in, in that generation age, I had my values were a little different than they are in uh, the stage of life that I'm in now. Um, and as I went along, as I grew, now, not my, uh, not things like integrity, those things didn't change, right, right. but where they, uh, where things like my family fell in my life or well, where my education fell in my life or where those things that took my, those priorities um, took a different um, balance and priority in my life, depending on what was going on, but always staying true to yourself and what you know is um, authentic to you is really key to being a good leader, to getting others to follow you, um, to having impact and influence in this life. And I always tell um, when I'm teaching, especially young leaders, never underestimate the shadow that you cast. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. are always watching at, when you're a leader. Yeah, yeah, man, that's good. Never underestimate the shadow that you cast. That really helped me. That really helped me because I don't, I don't think I always think about the shadow that I cast. You know, I try to I try to make sure I'm aware of how I show up, 
right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think I really consciously think about it. And, and, and nor do I ask other people, what shadow have I cast it? I'm, I'm making assumptions that based off how I'm show up, how I show up, that people are receiving that. And so that was a great leadership tip for me. And I know that there's so many others uh, are going to connect with that because leadership is hard. It is. You know, like people think that you just get a role, you get you get a leadership task or focus of your area and you just figure it out. And it's all strategy. And what I've come to learn that it's less about strategy, and more about people and more about you, you know, yeah. and, and I have seen the downside of leaders who have not embraced who they really are and how that shows up in every area of their leadership, you know? And so I'm sure you got experience trying to navigate that with people as well. You're so right. You see that, right? You see that in others. And so then, um, as you said, we, we show up and we think that other people see us how we think we're showing up. But that's also just a great point that you bring up, Solomon, is is getting that feedback, getting that 360 degree feedback on and having those mentors and those people in your life that you can turn to um, in those times because it being a leader is a lonely spot. And yeah. especially if you feel like you always have to be right or do the right thing or can't make a mistake, right? Um, yeah. And part of, I think, being a good leader is acknowledging when we've made a mistake. It's not wallowing in it. It's not using it as an excuse, but it's saying, you know, being able to say, humble enough to say, I did make a mistake and I'm going to do what I can to make it right. Right, right, man. And so you talked a little bit about some strategies to find your authentic self, you know, finding that space. What are some other strategies, you know, before we get into uh, the amazing service that, that you offer, uh, and maybe we can just lead into that, you know, what are some of the strategies that you recommend? And then tell us a little bit about, what you do uh, with the with the Holiness Institute and some of the services that you provide uh, for some of our listeners who might be interested. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for that opportunity. So um, for as far as strategies for how do we like live our um, aligned with our purpose, if you will, and live with our, um, our most authentic life. And especially as we were talking about leaders here today and um, that that can be a lonely spot. And I think um, when we are in that spot, connecting with others, that we um, have that support system that we need. And that's oftentimes something I think that we overlook um, until maybe the bottom falls out, right? And then we, then we reach out for people around us. But to build that network um, in, in all times, right? And I've been very blessed in my positions coming up over the years to be able to have those people in my corner. But um, I didn't early on stop and really identify who they were. So you should always, I believe, have at least these four people in, in your life, and you should have them identified by name, and you should have a conversation with them. So you should have an advocate. So somebody who is speaking on your behalf in your community or in your sphere of influence, you should have a mentor, somebody who is, sometimes they're older than you, but at least they have more experience than you. If they're not older than you, there's somebody who is more experienced in the field than you are, right? And you should have a cheerleader, somebody who's there just to be your cheerleader um, and tell it, you know, cheer you on, encourage, an encourager. And you should have a coach. And a, a coach can be a, a 
any of these positions can be paid positions or they can be just um, people in your community and in your sphere, um, in your circle of influence. And, and a coach is really somebody though who helps you um, in your personal identity to be the best you can be. They know that you already have it within you. They're not there to tell you how to do it. They're only there to help you discover what you already have within you. Yeah. Yeah, those are some great gems there. An advocate, a mentor, a cheerleader, and a coach. So we all, we all got to work to get the, those four different types of people in our lives and be intentional about that. And so so talk about talk about your work. Talk about the Holistic Institute. You know, what, what do you have going on? Books, products, services? How can we connect with you? Well, first of all, you can find me on all the social media, right? So we're all doing that now. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse. Every Monday, I have a Mindset Monday. Um, uh, I'm in on LinkedIn and Alignable. Um, and I do retreats, um, both pretty much now all uh, virtual retreats. And I do one-to-one coaching. And I have the Holistic Institute of Wellness and this week, actually, starting tomorrow, we have a summit. Four times a year, we have a summit, and we have speakers. Um, so my vision for the Holistic Institute of Wellness, which I just launched in August of this year, um, and being in the traditional healthcare background, uh, to me, it looks like if it was brick and mortar, it would be like um, like a multi-specialty group, right? Where you walked into a building, and there's all of your um, all of the people that you need there. So you have all of your providers, you have maybe family medicine, you have psychiatry, you have your GI guy, you have ortho and neuro and all of this under one building, right? right. Well, in this world, it's a virtual world and it's all the non-traditional modalities. So we have things like Reiki, we have energy healing, we have um, communication styles and we have uh, people that work holistically with your branding and we have all of the uh, business and personal holistic strategies under this one virtual roof. And so as a practitioner, people join um, A for collaboration because I was really looking for collaboration in the virtual world. And on the other side of that, people join because they wanna have access to all of this, right? So we wanna be able as as a practitioner to offer additional value for our clients. And uh, so it, it works in both, kind of on both sides in both ways. Uh, so I would invite anyone, the summit is free to anyone who wants to join. We have amazing speakers um, that starts tomorrow at uh, 10 Central Standard Time and uh, a little networking uh, in there as well so that people get to meet each other. Uh, tickets are free through Eventbrite. Yeah, man. Well, Susan, this is a great conversation. I know that we've all learned something uh, uh, during this discussion, and I just really appreciate you for kind of coming on the podcast and 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 uh, encouraging us all to embrace our authentic self, especially, you know, we're going into a uh, new year. And so uh, this might be some goals for, for some of our listeners and even myself to uh, continuously strive to, so uh, to strive for Rather. So thank you again for this conversation and thank you for coming on, for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. All the way from Iowa. Man, really. <laughs> That's <laughs> really. right. And thank you so much, Solomon. I, I appreciate your time and, and your audience. Thank you.